My name is Jameer Dixon, and I'm a locating Mark Fieldman for PG&E. I protect people. I protect our community. I protect our environment. When you call 811, I come out to your house, and I mark out our gas lines and our electric lines to make sure that you don't hit them when you're digging. 811 is at the heart of safety. I want people to know what's underneath them when they're digging. I'm passionate about it because every time I go on the street, I think about my own kids. A11 is a free service. Even if you're planning a garden, no project is too small to call A11. Together, we're building a better California. Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm permeated on life in general. Many sports topics and politics. Holly doesn't hold back. The two-time world champion, Holly, the magic man, Malinati. Yo, Holly Malinati, Peter Cards, Brooklyn to the world. We're back for yet another week. Seth, Peter we're back. Peter Cards tabs getting episode numbers. What, what, what are we on? 19, 19, 19. 19. 19. Next week we hit the big 2 0. Big 2 0. Big 2 0. That's a milestone for us. That is a milestone. In the podcast world. And then we're going to be really cutting it close next week because I got a flight to Marbella, Spain next Tuesday. Well, you and, had to fly uh, on Tuesday? And I, what am I going to do? <laughs> Testicle Tuesday. You fly on Wednesday. <laughs> well, Wednesday, hopefully I'm already there. You know? <laughs> Which is the whole point of flying on Tuesday. Because <laughs> if I'm not there by Wednesday, we got a problem if I'm already in the air on Tuesday night. You know what I mean? All so right. we're here. Episode 19. We're going to make it the best we can make it. I'm drinking my virgin pina colada. And I'm, I'm going downstairs. It feels good to have a libation once in a while when I, uh, when I can come up to, to the show. I don't have to starve. I don't have to... I don't have to dehydrate when I'm making like when I'm making weight and doing the show, which was a killer. And then my energy level goes down, and it's up to you guys to keep up the energy, keep keep up the pace. You know. I don't know. You had some good guys, anger. You had some good what anger. How do you guys feel about that? I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't well, know. We left off last week at um that he we uh we were going to a steakhouse and he had on shorts and then oh that well, was awesome. Well, then what happened? All right, and then well, I mean, tell him about the meeting, Pete. Go ahead, tell him about the meeting. The meeting was great. But um, we'll talk about a little bit about that meeting. And did my did my wardrobe did my attire ha- affect it in any negative or adverse way? I don't remember that. I don't, I don't. I don't remember the attire having any negative effect on it on that on the meeting. Really? I think how'd, we had a positive meeting. Yeah. How'd you feel when you saw everybody else and what they were wearing? All right. All right. So uh, <laughs> maybe I did feel out of place. Maybe I, I, I gotta admit, when I got to the steakhouse, we were waiting for the rest of the guys. I was like, I was like, you know what we're gonna do? Maybe we gotta make up an excuse as to why I'm why I'm wearing this, just in case. But then, luckily, it didn't become wasn't an issue at all. It wasn't. It wasn't an issue because actually, the that's how we say gangster. The guys were that we were going to meet up with that they had like their own private room in that steakhouse, just for us. So uh, we walked through a bunch of people having libations at happy hour, and uh, <laughs> they sure were. And we just had to sneak by them without them noticing that he was wearing an outfit. Like fit uh, for the basketball court for the, yeah. at Rucker Park. Right. You were so you were defending yourself so well last week, and now you're was, you're, you're admitting you're admitting you're wrong. I was. Fucking well, you know what? I I can admit when I'm wrong, and then I, when I'm right, I I don't admit it. The you tone know? the tone changes real quick, <laughs> and then uh, actually uh, we got to say a big thanks to Dr. Tony Perkins. Uh, we had hired Dr. Tony Perkins for the fight. He's a plastic surgeon here in the city. He's a really good guy. 
and uh, he had stitched you up for uh, Zab. He stitched me up back to the Garcia uh, fight. And, yeah. and yeah, so we had him for the Garcia fight, and in the locker room, he just stitches you right up. Yeah. No need to go to the hospital, no need oh, to wow. do anything. Yeah. So just. Same time uh, he's done the stitches, he's actually done really well. So just as a thank you, he wanted to take us to dinner, and we went to Chef. Wait, wait, now we're at Thursday. I thought yeah. we were Tuesday. Oh, you still want to talk about that? I thought we were at Tuesday. Well, yeah, I thought we were going to discuss the meal. Right, go ahead, finish up Thursday because now we already jumped to Thursday. <coughs> we'll go back to Tuesday. Well, I, I wanted to discuss how how great uh, Chef Daniel, I mean Seth. You see me. I'm about two ten, two fifteen. We had a piece of quail that was the size of my fucking e-cigarette. <laughs> no, literally, it was like a bite. We did, well, we did the wine tasting menu, but it wasn't like. We they brought the arugula salad. Pete was asking the where the arugula was. The wine tasting. They menu? divided one leaf oh of arugula. They divided one leaf of it's arugula a for a fucking ways. chef tasting <laughs> menu, not a wine tasting menu. No, I, I, but I, it's I, ridiculous. I said stuff. the wine tasting. Did I? Yeah. Said the wine tasting menu. I know you. But, meant. I yeah. Yeah. You know what? You, I mean. It's you chef's know what choice, I mean. and he just he chose not to give you any food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he chose. No, you do. You get pretty full though. You get one bite at a time, but it's like the entire menu. Yeah, I know, but I mean. Like my father-in-law right, says, a place like that. After that, you want to go to Mickey D's and grab something to eat. You know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, chef, this was great. Your stomach was shrunk the, from losing all that weight. What was know. it? The quail's toe? I mean, <laughs> where's the rest of the fucking thing? But everything was good. They had some good uh, Belgian uh, ales. I was having. I don't remember the name of the fucking thing. Yeah, Pete was sending them down the hatch. Yeah. Well, everything right tastes down. good after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? And these quails guys are right on you. Like, if you drop your keys, they're right there to catch them. If you it's like sneeze, very, very sneaky, <laughs> sir, right? If you guys, if you sneeze, God bless you, sir. <laughs> miss you. Wait, miss you. <laughs> God bless you, miss This sure. place <laughs> actually required a sports jacket or a jacket of some sort, so we all had our... Yeah, I didn't have my basketball no. attire on Thursday. No, yeah. no, no. We actually dressed. put it up. We put up the picture on the, on the internet. Yeah. He was dressed very sharp. Um... Tweeted it, so yeah, we tweeted it. We gra- we grammed it. So now we're sitting at the table, and I guess he felt, you know, you're there, you're getting comfortable. You take the take the jacket off, you know. So it, it, it did feel kind of <laughs> hot, though. Yeah, I admit, you know? So th- this is how you both like, did. You both took your no, jacket off. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I was sweating. Oh, but I'm making weight enough time, right? You I need to sweat and make more weight. Come on. So he says, Doc, is it right if I uh, if I take my jacket off? Doctor says, I think so. I said, Doc, how often do you hear? He goes. Once a month. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, I've never been to a place this, you know, upscale. So he's sitting there chewing on the bread, Paulie is, right? And the bread was phenomenal, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the guy goes, Monsieur, um, we turned up the AC, so would you please uh, put your jacket back on? No, I beat, I beat him to it. He goes, Monsieur, we turned on the AC. I was like, oh, so uh, you, I guess you want me to put my jacket back on. <laughs> I don't want to put my jacket back on. <laughs> that way he wouldn't have that awkward, you know, that awkward pause in that moment where they, got, they now have to ask me to put my jacket back on and hope that I cooperate. <laughs> well, that was it. Very well, nice. The food, the food was phenomenal. Uh, Dr. Tony is, is awesome. Vinny from Jersey Shore. His name is Vinny Guadagnino, but I just I, I have a habit of calling Vinny Jersey Shore. Also, well, now people are listening know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, he was yeah. with us at dinner as well. It was, you know, it was a, it How's was he cool. doing? Did he move out? Of, out? He's still living in his parents' house? No, they live in his house. They live yeah. in his house. Uh, it's a he bought the house. It's a little <laughs> different. They live in his house. <laughs> so he put the parents moved, in the basement? And moved, <laughs> and he moved them in. Yeah, they live in his houses. <laughs> in his basement. Okay. Mm. So, hey, Jersey Shore pays. Oh, yeah, man. they did. Uh, paid very well, actually. So he's doing good. I mean, that was a fun night. And uh, I might do a Body English night tonight, actually. I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to see Tony Perkins and Vinny Dr. tonight. Dr. T? Yeah, for yeah, Body really. English in Long Island. Body tonight. English. It's actually uh, when you get body married. Body English is a big nightclub in Long Island. Oh, that's yeah. why I don't you know. You know what? 
Why am I giving them free publicity? Why am I doing that? It's actually a wedding. It's uh, they treat me like a jerk off. <laughs> why? Why am I giving them free publicity? It's a Chateau Briand. All right, all right, all right. Enough. Mm-hmm. Bye. We're going there tonight, and we're gonna have fun, and we're gonna light it up. You're going there tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going there tonight. What happened to you? I got work. All right. Some people live in the oh, real sorry. world. Some people gotta make yeah. a living. Here. Live in the real world, you know. Yeah. No, I, I can't live morning. like this guy. Yeah. What time is it right now? Seth L- my Seth, lunch hour. Seth thinks it's like a Friday night every yeah. night. You know, like, I thought it was. I live vicariously through you guys. You yeah. know, I, I wish oh. I was living vicariously through him. I told him I'm home watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. You know, yeah. Yeah, well, oh, getting yeah. kicked in the in oh. the eye while he's sleeping. Yeah, my son woke me up with a spinning elbow to the eyeball. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was fun. That's how I woke he, up. Is he doing, been doing MMA uh, a little bit. Yeah, he, yeah. Is that what it's? Yeah, he's yeah. going with the the gotchas and the couture's and all those guys. Yeah, he's training with them. He's yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's great. highly advanced. Yeah, that's yeah. great. He had his first concussion. See. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so we had uh, we had that. So what do we do on Tuesday? We so we spoke about the had a meeting about this new uh, vitamin line that uh, you know we, we might start endorsing called Nutrition, N U E Trition, just N U. So uh, we're gonna let you guys know. It's how. very new. Yeah. Even in the way they spell it. Yeah. I see. It's so fancy. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna start taking it, and uh, you know we'll see if. Uh, I gotta keep in shape between fights, and uh, I gotta try to stay healthy and stuff. Well, Pete's gonna try to whoa, 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 get whoa. on an exercise program himself. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Hmm? What did he just say? In between no. fights, he's right. between he caught you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case, uh, I don't want to jump the gun, but just in case, just in uh, case somebody cuts him off at a light. Oh, <laughs> oh that's true. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Ding, carry around his own belt. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, oh, all right. I thought I thought you were. Uh, he slipped some uh, a little Freudian slip there. We're or gonna something. be a. Uh, we might be endorsing some of this product. So you know, we were talking about it and we had a meeting about that. And it was a positive meeting. It was up up upbeat meeting and. They sounded very positive about everything, so uh, you know we'll see. We'll keep you guys posted for sure. You know. We'll How about keep, the uh, food at that keep joint? Keep talking about it. Oh, that was a uh, palm steakhouse. Palm steakhouse. Yeah, that was some good stuff too. Oh man. We've been eating, we've, we've been becoming like foodies lately. Me and uh, yeah, and and the funny thing is I'm fat, but I don't eat like that. And I I had like what filet mignon, bro. You were complaining about the menu at Danielle's, and I'm I'm the one that said it was full, and you were like, bro, when you want to eat at Mickey B's when you're done. <laughs> What are you talking just about? Saying Are you talking about you're not fat? How it doesn't get any fatter than that when you eat at Danielle's? You the, have an entire dinner, the and then you want to eat at Mickey D's. You know what it is? There's a strategy. I, I was full. I didn't need to eat at Mickey D's after. I well, was. You good. enjoyed you enjoyed the wine tasting at Danielle's. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> the chef tasting. Well, right. Well, you wanted to go to Mickey D's after, but mm. he doesn't eat that much. I then wanted he, to drink. That's it. like an oxymoron. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to eat that much. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you guys, you guys should have a. You know, everybody else has a show on the Food Network. You guys should have a show on the Food Network. What are we gonna call it? Call what? it. A, Paul and Petey taking taking out, going make? out. What am I going to make? Pete. Fucking tuna melts. Yeah, exactly. No, you don't make anything. You guys, you guys will be eating. We're the tasters. Yeah, you're the tasters. Oh, oh yeah, you're the eaters. eaters. Yeah, sure. We're yeah. the tasters. Exactly. I'm trying to get you a TV show. Oh, you're, yeah. you're not, no, I, I'm a jerk. Off. No, because I noticed all these people are like celebrity chefs now. Everybody yeah. could cook. Yeah, now. what is that? What's going on with that? It's called I mean, money grab. The Rock. Everybody? The Rock was doing something. The with Rock. Cooks. They something, cook. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody called him out on it. Was well, like, hey, he didn't make any of that stuff. Well, what if we just do it, but we don't cook anything? We just have like a chef cooking and we approve of it if they say if like it's good or not. That's what oh, I'm saying. We get like top chefs all to compete against each other. Not like people that want to be chefs because you never know those could be disasters. Get like top chefs like Chef uh, Ramsey, Chef Santos. Our boy Chris Santos. Uh, uh, chef Chris Santos. He's on uh, Chopped. Chef 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 Tikio Totsia. Yeah. Chef Chef everyone you want and we'll just make them compete all at once. 
I think Chef Sticker at Totsie would probably blow everybody up. <laughs> no, he thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> he's the smell, to, you know? <laughs> you know what that is. The he's fragrances. Gonna, <laughs> you think it's oregano, but it's not. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. Oh, he's making brownies? No. Oh, what's he making? Yeah, it's, a, it's a saying, and it's a. I'll just say it's an Italian. Now you gotta explain. No, no, I I didn't go there. Good job. (laughs) He's asking. I hear you. you, you Is it oregano? Folks, everybody out there, if you're Sicilian, you know what Sicchettatia means. If if you're not Sicilian, ask your friends that are Sicilian, and and you'll find out. So, anyway, so Chef Tico Tazia would probably be the top guy there. But although Chef Santos is my boy, I'll always root for Chef Santos. But honestly, that's like a good show for us. We, we don't want to be pretend chefs. We don't want to. No, absolutely. You know, if all these guys are being pretend chefs and they have their own shows, and you can see the fake in that, that's not really reality. Yeah, think if about we're it. the chef tasters, I mean, you're pretty fat yourself, so it's like you know you you know this guy's like eating and like and he's and he's gonna be a, a he's a foodie on top of it. A, you know, I eat a, a lot foodie. between fights. <laughs> I eat a lot between fights, so I'm a foodie. So you know, foodie in in general, <laughs> yeah, in general. I mean, you know, we we could legit play off like we're we're genuine food tasters. We're not we're not about the cooks. Well, we're at, not the cooks. They got that T- Tiffany Amber Thiessen. She got a show where she invites her like celebrity friends over and, he, and she I makes the dinner. Is that, is that the girl from Saved by it. the Bell? Yeah, she's allowed but, to do whatever she wants. I'm about I think I'm gonna think she's hot even if she's 100. Yes, I agree. I right? Isn't too. she like 100 now? She's but she's gonna probably be, still she's hot. She's going to be 88. But who wants to hear that and them talking though? I right. still, so I'd like to hear I, you guys. You guys what have would you? Who would you do to get the hot? Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Don't Between, say me again. Between you and Kat, you guys could threesome me. Uh, what about Tyson, your dog? My dog, Would you yeah. do Tyson the dog to get the Tiffany Amber Tyson? I'll eat Tyson shit. To get the Tiffany Amber Tyson. Come on, bro. Since I'm like, how old were we when that show was on? I know, we were... That's like one of our first crushes. Yeah, she was always good. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if you guys had a show where you well, were hosting... Well, if you had one for the team, you'd probably take the All other right. ones too, no? I would I mean, do AC Slater to get to Tiffany. <laughs> oh, I was going to say... You would do Belding. I was going to say the other, I was gonna say the other two girls. Mr. Belding. Yeah, Mr. I mean, Belding. All the girls I mean, were hot. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Like, if I had to, I mean... if I taking it for the if team. I would, if I would... Taking it for the team is, is letting Screech put his fucking nutsack on your forehead. Not the, <laughs> <laughs> not the other girls. What about Belding? Yeah, Mr. Belding. <laughs> I got to have a threesome with Mr. Belding and Screech. Oh. In order to get Tiffany and Batista? You do it? Would you... If they said you can have Tiffany Amber Thiessen she's waiting for you naked in the next room but first you gotta have a threesome with Screech and Mr. Belding Jesus Christ Mr. Belding would you Belding. be able to pull it off Mr. Belding strap up <laughs> and then you got <laughs> Tiffany next door waiting for you butt naked but. done full of makeup looking hot in sexy lingerie actually not butt naked sexual lingerie that you can get but you gotta get through the threesome with Screech and Belding fact well, Close your eyes. I think a lot of guys at home would say no, but I think a lot of guys would probably like look at Tiffany Emma. You get to look in the door and then you got to close it. And you have to always look in the way she looks, she was looking in that moment. I think they'd probably, yeah. they might take it up Especially on that in offer. her prime. You know, you yeah. got, it's got to be her prime. For yeah. That, you know? Yeah, her prime. You'd have to I'm, take it under consideration for sure. Yeah. Like you, it wouldn't just Hills. be an outright no, especially once you get a look at her. And <laughs> like, that's Hills waiting. 90210, like when she became a woman, <laughs> you know? Like, da na na I used to buy all those stupid. What do you call them now? Those magazines that make up ninety percent of the Us story. Weekly and yeah, all and all teen that? and all that. And I used to, I used to cut Where out all the now? hot chicks. Well, no, you didn't. Honey? How old were you doing that? Uh, bro, are you uh, kidding me? My whole Lionel room P- was my P- whole, whole room was, was all, all hot chicks. My whole room was all Jennifer Lopez, and then and then the rest of the world. Why is this door locked, Peter? Why yeah, is this door locked? Exactly. Yeah, no, it was all posters. <laughs> I mean, none of them were naked, but you know, it was like hot, like 
Oh yeah, well, I'm a little older than you guys. I had like uh, Heather Thomas, Heather Locklear, Bo Derek. I had exactly. Yeah. 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 My mother was like clapping posters. on the door while I'm on fucking Say by the Bells on, and I'm like, oh, just give me a second. Just give me a fucking second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's going to gym class, ma. This is when the, when they do the beach scene, ma. She's she's a body. She's a, a lifeguard. <sighs> give me a second. Camel toe, Say by the Bell. Oh yeah. man, good stuff. <laughs> that was a good blast from the past. So what else is going on? We got uh, we had some fights over the weekend. A good fights? Are you kidding me? That fight we'll, Friday night. We'll have more complaining about PBC, but we did have some good fights. Um, and I think it might have been the fight of the year between Glovak, Christoph Glovaki, Glovaki, and, uh, and, and uh, Captain, Marco Hook. Captain Hook. Captain Hook. That's Captain Hook. Captain Hook got hit with a Captain Hook. No? <laughs> he sure did. Mean. An overhand left hook. Yeah. <laughs> Stitch, like, Stitch couldn't save him. No. No. There's no saving that. He yeah. couldn't save him. You know what it is against. Gotta be honest, man. These these German guys that. Of a brutal, like they literally buy their world titles, and then every time they have to leave Germany, they're horrible. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember uh, Robert Stieglitz made one appearance in the U.S. and when they brought on Dry, they made him quit after six rounds in the school. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he didn't even belong with a pair of boxing gloves. He went back to Germany, won a world title, and he beat Arthur Abraham too. And he had like a, a he had like a, a a classic trilogy or quadruplegy. With Arthur Abraham. Yeah. Like, the guy was like a club fighter. Here. It's a Gotti Ward of Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur Abraham, too, speaking of the devil, Arthur Abraham, every time he left Germany, he barely won around. Yeah. And, and, and complained and, all the way in, through. In Germany, he's like Hall of Fame status against guys you never heard of in your life defending. Like, it's brutal, bro. He made enough I feel money like, to, earn, to buy Berlin. I feel like I would have been undefeated myself if I would have fought in Germany my whole career. Instead, I had a fight in America with all these monsters. I would have been undefeated. What about it? I had to take a lot of shit. I had to take a lot of shit from on Twitter that I said, you know what? In America, you get tested. And I think people misunderstood it by thinking that I'm saying American fighters are the best. <laughs> Listen, America has their share of good fighters, just like a lot of other countries have their share of good fighters. But I think what I was trying to say was everybody comes to America to test themselves. It's not really about... American fighters as much as it is you see all kinds of fighters fighting each other in America more so than anywhere else you know and then they're kind of forced into the matchmaking like you'll see fighters that aren't even don't even have American passports like Glovaki and Cuck fighting a big fight in America um, a fight I'm working the, uh, September 6th Jamie McDonald and Kogi Kameda they're actually fighting a rematch neither of them are Americans but they're fighting in the United States I feel like America enhances the sport in that it it tries to make top matchups. I mean, granted, not every matchup is a top matchup, but we see more effort to put in top matchups here than we see anywhere else, even if the fighters are neutral with their passports. You know what I mean? You don't Absolutely. see that anywhere else. You do not see that anywhere else. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like it is tougher to make it here, but you can make a lot of money here as well. Absolutely. You don't get that option. I don't think you get paid as well here as some of these guys do for what they have to go through. Yeah, no, in Germany, I mean, I mean in Germany, they're... Uh, I think they, it's pretty clear they, they the guys the guys like Sven Aki and, and uh, Arthur Abraham and, and uh, Captain Huck uh, made a lot of money. Aki. Yeah, Felix Stern made a lot of I money. Sven Aki, remember he used to call out Roy Jones. Sven Aki, remember? Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, you kidding me, dude? The guy, the guy." He was no, but the, these guys, you know, these guys, like, you know, I mean, listen, they make a lot of money. So who 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 are we to tell them to leave their place of comfort? But at least what I'm saying is generate. The interest by fighting a guy that might go over there and actually hit you, let alone beat right. you. You know what I mean? Um, you know, to a degree, you saw it in other countries, but not as much as you see it in Germany. To a degree, you know, a lot of Joe Calzaghe's defenses were 
Eh, a little subpar. And I'm a big Joe Calzaghe fan, but you got to call a spade a spade. You know, he fought Mario Vate twice. I mean, I don't even think he should have fought him once, let alone twice. Tucker Pudwell was an American that Americans didn't even know who he was, but they brought him over there to England and fought Joe Calzaghe as well. So, you know, I mean, guys who don't have the the uh, uh, the upbringing in the United States a lot of times can have those soft defenses and then come to the United States. Now you say, okay, well, some Americans do the same thing. Yeah, you're starting to see that now in America here and there. I think it's about time. I mean, I think it's about time, honestly. Like, there's fighters, like, even in my generation, myself, in order to make a big payday, I had to fight King Kong, or else I wouldn't get paid. You know, if I wanted to take a lesser fighter, my paycheck would diminish. You know, these guys over in those countries, a lot of times they're fighting guys that we've never heard of, and their paychecks are still not diminishing. Now, you're starting to see that now. American fighters are starting to get, to get those opportunities as well, where you, know, you can get an Adrian Broner fighting a John Molina for a million dollars. But even a John Molina's not like a Tucker Pudwell. Or a, or a, 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 some of the guys that these German guys fight. Yo, bro, Sebastian Sylvester was a world champion in Germany. Sebastian Sylvester. I could put Sebastian Sylvester in a, in a, in a Yonkers Raceway club show and find an opponent that beats him on three days' notice. <laughs> no joke. And that guy won an IBF world middleweight title. It's amazing. No, that's amazing. Amazing. I, I, I got to clean my mind. Seth, are we on break time yet? I gotta clean my mind. Hey, you're the boss. Right. Call it. Right. Let's get a, take a break. This, I, I got. I got. I got to reset after this rant I went on. Reset. You're listening to former two-time world champion Paulie Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Game on! Don't miss a second of the NFL on CBS. With CBS All Access, subscribers can stream their local market games live and get full game day coverage on TV-connected devices and tablets. From Thursday Night Football to Sunday Doubleheaders, we have all your NFL on CBS excitement covered. Start your free trial now at cbs.com slash NFL. That's cbs.com slash NFL. Introducing Pauly. Pauly Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. Malinaji. This is Pauly Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. All right, we're back. And, you know, people are going to say, oh, well, you rant. You know, some PBC fights are not stellar matchups, and some PBC fights are, though, as will be my, my contrast. So listen, not all PBC fights are going to be great on paper. Not all PBC fights are going to live up to the hype, but not all, but not all fights in general live up to the hype. So you can't really narrow it down to PBC. you got to narrow it down to everything. I mean, was the last HBO main event that, that special? Versus Kovalev versus Muhammad, uh, whatever his name was? I, so, st- I still don't know his name. Yeah. Nor will we ever need to. We'll probably never see that guy again. But what I'm saying is... Not every fight can be a super fight, but it doesn't mean these stars these that bust their ass to, to get to this upper level shouldn't get paid, you know? And it's, it's nice to see uh, fighters sometimes being able to get paid without having to fight King Kong every time, you know? Because not all fighters have had that opportunity. And like I said, I mean, in my career, every time I've wanted to make decent money, I've had to fight a really top fighter. So, and not that I'm regretting it, but it's nice to see that some fighters don't have to do that. And, um, you know, maybe we're finally getting those opportunities here in America. And, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, Nice to be able to say that. And you know what? Honestly, for the for the young guys coming up, <clears throat> you should want to challenge yourself. You know, eventually you're going to catch yourself in a 
in a situation you've but, never but been But here's in. the thing. People are going to say, but here's the thing. You're going to put yourself in a situation, and, and, and you got to want to challenge yourself because that's how you get better, right? That's how you did it. Right. I'm, you, I'm speaking on, on your on your but, career. But it's how you get better. But, of course, you know, you start <clears> to step up, dra- uh, not drastically, but slowly but surely. And gradually. So until you, you gradually. Exactly. That's what I'm looking for. Thanks, Peter. That's why I love you because you think of shit. You know? So, <laughs> you know, you, uh, you, you step up gradually, but people are going to say, well, PBC made the... Uh, Colazzo Thurman or Garcia Malinaji, you know, and they're going to say, well, that, that's what I was getting on Twitter. Well, you hold out those matchups. Listen to me, dickheads. Listen to me one second. You can market those. There's a reason Garcia Malinaji got the highest rating on ESPN since 1998, you fucking morons, because you still are marketing a current world champion against an ex-world champion. You cannot compare that to the guy they found to bring to Germany from a bar stool in Argentina who was washing the counter. As the opponent for a world title fight. You cannot compare, make those comparisons, okay? Because at a certain point, the matchups here on PBC, or still a lot of them, are more so names or maybe former names against current names. Now, granted, substance. you're going to say, you're going to say Quillen versus Zarafa or whatever his name is. Yeah, you know what? Maybe you got a point. Except that Quillen and Jacobs is being marinated right now. Yeah. So you're just going to set up Quillen and Jacobs probably by the end of the year. So what do you do? They need to stay busy. They need to stay busy. Not just making money. They need to stay busy and keep their skills sharp. You know, Danny Jacobs just fought against Sergio Mora, which a fight that I think would have been a really good fight, but unfortunately Mora suffered the injury. And Aquilin's going to keep busy here in uh, in uh, September. And then and then you're going to probably get a, a really stellar fight between Quill and Jacobs at the end of the year. A, December, a fight worth watching. December 5th, I think it is. Is it? There's a date for it already? That's what I was seeing. I don't At like, Barclays. I don't like to talk about dates until of course. everybody gets their wins. That's the too. first thing I thought about when I saw the tweet, but that's what I saw. Yeah. So I mean, People Again. are upset because they pay so much money to watch those fights. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. They're free, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, so that's the that's the thing, you know, and uh, and it's something, to, it's something to really think about. It's something to talk about. Obviously, uh, these are things that are made to be uh, uh, discussed and maybe even argued about. There's objectivity to it. Speaking you, of, hold on a second. Go ahead. You're, you, you and Danny broke... The record on ESPN while Ronda Rousey was competing against you guys. Yeah. I mean, and Ronda Rousey is a a big name. Yeah. So imagine the numbers if Ronda wasn't fighting that weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people just, it's it's hard to argue with ignorance. I don't, I don't speak moron. I, I speak English. I speak Sicilian. I don't speak. Yeah. I mean, Overall, PBC's been tremendously positive for boxing. You can't yeah. deny that. And yeah. anyone who does it is just a hater and they're just looking for a reason to... I don't even know why well, they like the thing, boxing. Boxing fans are weird because it's like, you know, you have boxing. Don't watch it. Like, when you order... no, Like, football fans don't complain when they order the NFL Sunday ticket and you get every single game on the schedule. And then when the Jaguars are playing the... Give me one of the worst teams last year. Jaguars are playing the... The Texans. The, Texans. the Jaguars are playing the Texans. I, you don't sit there complaining that that game's on. Start you don't tweet, have to watch NFL. it. Yeah. But you don't have to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a free country. Change don't watch channel. it. Change you know what I mean? If you wanted, to, you don't see people with the NFL Sunday ticket complaining about the bad matchups on Sunday. You know, just change the channel. Yeah, watch or watch a good game because you know there's good fights, bad fights. You know, just like there's good games and bad games in all sports. Unfortunately, yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have to play the Falcons twice a year. <laughs> the Falcons had a losing record and won the division last year. That's it's right. Just, it's part of it. The matchups aren't always going to be exciting. They're not always going to be that top but level. But you don't see football fans complaining about right, that. Right, right. Only boxing, boxing fans, fans are weirdos. Because they're fucking spoiled. That's why. They want uh, They want. Uh, they want Mayweather to bleed every time in. They want to see two Mexicans kill each other. That's all they want to see. Listen, it's it's a sport. Boxing mm-hmm. is a sport. It's not it's a science. Yeah, it's a science to it. You're not yeah. going to see or even, guys. Or even for the 
for our UK fans, you know, because we are UK fans, it's like early rounds of the FA Cup. You'll see Man United against like a, a, a third tier oh, team or a fourth tier team. You're not complaining about that. You realize that's the FA Cup. You know what I mean? Eventually, at the end, you're gonna get a big, a big game. You know what I mean? So, it's the same thing. It's the same common denominator. What about in Barclays Premier League, there's they, they uh, Man United, Chelsea, all these teams, Liverpool, Arsenal. They play these lower tier teams that are well, one year they're they're in relegated, one year relegated. they're getting relegated, one year they're back. Yeah, of course, you know it's it, part of the schedule. It's part of the schedule. Yeah. What are you gonna do? That's yeah. why if you look at the line. Manchester United might be minus twenty five hundred against one of these teams because there's no chance they're going to lose. Yep. You know, it's but it's part until, of the league until maybe one or two of us throws in a bomb and then you get a draw out of that game and Speak then for yourself. and then you know <laughs> and then you get you get hit with a hammer. Oops. <laughs> We're talking about uh, someone's uh, lane. Some I've been there. I've been there. Uh, Hence why I don't gamble that much anymore. <laughs> understandable. You get your wig split. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get your. Hey, remember the movie I got Training a, Day? I got what? You get your shit pushed in, man. <laughs> Did we get your shit pushed in? That's training Day. <laughs> 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 anyway, let's talk about a. Uh, I got. I got. You know what? I got something that's gonna generate some interest. Dress. Manny Pacquiao's super healing powers. <laughs> Anybody want to talk about Manny? Have, have you talked heard about this one, Seth? He's supposed to be out for a year, right? For the surgery. Forget about that. I had a guy the other day tell me. Bro, on Twitter, it's totally normal to come back after three months. He's not throwing punches. He's just raising his arm. It's totally normal. Everybody comes back after three months raising his arm. I didn't even answer the guy because usually, you know, he's the guy that discusses boxing. And sometimes he makes some good points. So I didn't want to argue with him because I. But he pl- he showed me his cards there. That he's a, he's such a, a a blowhard with a, as far as being a Pacquiao fan that you're not seeing the full picture. Yeah, you know what? Okay, let's say for the argument's sake. You can't be back after three months lifting your arms, you don't have to, but you still can't throw punches. You still can't shoot a basketball or whatnot. Let's say for argument's sake, he was right. Dickhead, with no rehab, you're still not going to be back in three months even lifting your arms. The whole point was he did all this with no rehab. Salt water. <laughs> Who are you kidding? Who are we kidding over here? Who are we kidding? Like, uh, like dude, this guy could, Manny Pacquiao could say he took a shit. And fed the whole continent of Africa because God helped him turn that shit into a buffet. And if I said he's full of shit, he's a jerk off, You're people would get mad at me. You're a hater. Like, it's amazing. The followers this guy has. Like, they believe anything he says. It's like a cult. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his own cult. I got this Filipino girl who hits me up on Twitter, too. She, and she's always defending him and arguing with me. And uh, she goes, uh, she goes, she said something about, I don't know, she was trying to abuse me with my Garcia loss. She said something about Pacquiao. And then... Uh, and then I said, yeah, because he's, uh, I know, he, he, he salt water heals him and he's fine. She goes, yeah, I didn't believe the salt water either. I didn't even answer her either because I'm like, if you didn't believe the salt water, then how in your mind is he back in three months with no rehab? Because you got to believe something. You either believe he didn't have, really have surgery or the surgery wasn't a tear. You believe the salt water healed him or you, you, something's got to be there. Why is he healed right now? Why is he fully healed? Something's got to be Maybe there was never a tear. Maybe... Um, ding, 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 ding. You, you know, <laughs> what do we got for him, Johnny? <laughs> Some, something's not given here, guys. I mean, some common sense, guys, please. Some common sense. And what I, again, it goes back to character. If a guy is that much of a jerk off to do things like this, how much of a jerk off is he to do other things? Like we so always speculate on this show. Think about I, it. I wish- if a guy's a jerk off, jerk off. Then he's a jerk off in every way of life. I wish he would take up bat salts and, and chew Freddie Roach's face <laughs> off. No, like God, leave Freddie, leave Freddie out of it. Freddie's sitting there saying he th- he thinks there should be another Mayweather uh, rematch. Of course he's saying that. 
That's it's a lot money. of money. Like money, Jason. But that's that's retarded. <laughs> Come on. I'm Dynasty rematch. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I <want> to. <laughs> that was the biggest joke. Guys, I'm is. gonna go on the record and say Andre Berto versus oh. Mayweather. Oh, oh, oh! There's a rump, there's who a brought rumble. this? Who brought this guy here? There's a rumble in the, in the studio. Oh, Anthony just knocked over a he's all, tiny side. Get of the him wall all fired here. up with the Pacquiao stuff. He's knocking walls. down. I'm gonna go on the record. I got I was interrupting. I'm gonna go on the record and say Mayweather versus Andre Berto will be a better fight than Mayweather Pacquiao was. Me against Mayweather just would be like a better I fight. Just like I went on the record before the Pacquiao fight. Just like I went on the record before the Pacquiao fight and said. Mayweather Maidana, when it's all said and done, will have been a better fight than Mayweather Pacquiao. Even the second one, which was so bad. was Mayweather Cotto. <laughs> so was Mayweather versus anyone else. You know what? I'm, you know what it is. And so I, let's I, go just, just like I said before Mayweather Pacquiao for five years that the fight was never going to be a good fight if once you drug tested Manny Pacquiao. You know what it is, guys? I'm tired of being right. I'm tired of being right. Yeah, they can we be tired of being right? Can I? Can I get? Can I be tired of being right? But then they get they get mad that I'm right, and then they get mad and they start tweeting me hateful shit. I'm still right though. No matter what you say, I'm still right. You were you were wrong about the outfit though in the steakhouse. <laughs> I was. There you I go. Was. So now you yeah. evened it out a little bit. Like I said, if, if I'm wrong, <laughs> and this fucking Verizon bill too. Okay, with this Verizon bill, let's not start on this Verizon bill. Don't start, don't start on the Verizon bill. Was that my fault from the from the time on the phone with the podcast? No, uh, was it wasn't my fault. All right, it's nobody's fault. All right, fault. Let's, let's. Paul doesn't like me since. While, then. while we're while we're on this, you know what? Me and Peter Collins had a, a slight blowout over the weekend. You better be man enough to say what you're going to say. You're, uh-oh. You were wrong. I was wrong again. <laughs> you were wrong. The whole thing about it was you're supposed to you're supposed to call up and find out what's up with the bill. No, what'd you ask me to do initially? What'd you ask me to do? Find out what, what what's going with the why charges. Why the charges were separate? Yeah, yeah. You why don't they come have. Up separate? What does you, that have to do you, with the th- bottom line? Is this the bottom <laughs> line? Before the, we have a phone bill that I pay for. It's on my corporation, so we have, we're joined on it, and uh, basically it's a corporate bill. You know what I mean? It's it's the t- it's the company telephones, uh, cell phones. You know, just like companies have telephones. If I am paying the whole bill, if there's a discrepancy in the bill, whatever the discrepancy might be, I don't know, I'm thinking it might be something, it might not be something, and I tell you, dude, call up and find out what the discrepancy is. Maybe you don't even solve it, but at least tell me and find out the correct discrepancy, because we don't know what's going on. We're speculating, hypothesizing what the discrepancy is. Dude, this guy, he didn't give me an answer. I had to have my assistant call up. On Monday, and, what, and she and found she, the discrepancy. What did she find out? Whatever the discrepancy was, <laughs> we don't know. I didn't know what the discrepancy was. <laughs> there, was there was six discrepancies. You it was have, like sixteen discrepancies. You have the wrong dude. There was like sixteen discrepancies. But all I'm, I asked him to do was find you out what have, the fuck is going on with the bill. You have the. If wrong I'm paying for it, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be on hold for forty minutes. You gotta be on hold for forty minutes. <laughs> I was, and you didn't find out anything. What's even worse? You, That's even worse, you, bro. If you're gonna be on if I'm on hold 40 minutes and I finally get through to these people, they're giving me all the answers. Like every answer plus the answer I might need in afterwards, like in an hour. He he was on hold for 40 minutes and he found out nothing. Absolutely nothing. To the point where Monday, because it was Saturday, out. Monday I had to have my own assistant call up and get all the answers. I, and then I got my answers. <laughs> and then Peter got the answers and then he would say, oh, it was nothing. Whatever it was, we had to find out. Was that was nothing. the whole point. It, it, you know what it is? Something what? I already knew. You have the wrong plan. No, I have the you right plan. You overpay. I have the right plan. You overpay. They upped they up the price on it. When I got the unlimited plan, ah. it was $199.99. <laughs> now it's $169.99. Plus some international shit, which I'm still trying to figure out what that is. I'm, I got to call up and find out what that is. It's like $39.99. I don't know what this international rate is that I have on my phone. Because when you go away, they didn't take I, it off. I, I understand, but thirty nine ninety nine. What, what? Like, they told me it was four ninety nine. 
yeah. when I signed up for it. <laughs> Where did 39.99 come from? And then you're going over the data. Yeah, I told you that. I said, yeah. what did I say when you were in Boston? I might have to get two more gigs, yeah. and that should solve a, a lot okay. of the problem. And he goes, but confirm yeah, yeah, that. No, no but, problem. But confirm that. I, I come home. that. I come home from Boston, and you're like, these are late uh, late payments. Late no, payments. No, no, no. It was That's nothing not to what do. I said. Uh, yeah, you no. said. Well, it's the way that the billing system works. That's what I wanted to understand from them. Yes. How they bill you. What the situation. What's the process in which they bill you? Yes. They take the past due balance first, yeah. and then they take the bulk of the bill. Understood. And that's how it works. Understood. That's why it's coming up separately. Yes. There's two different figures. Understood. That was the whole point, because I'm telling the guy, I said, dude, if you're going in and actually taking two different amounts, I want to know why. Why are you taking, say, $500, and then you're taking $200 another time? He goes, oh, no, we take the past due balance first, because you let it bill and bill and bill mm-hmm. to two months worth and yeah. they, they call you and say for everybody that does know oh. what, I tend to forget to pay the cell phone so what I do is every couple of months I'll get the letter I'll get the text message on my phone saying final notice and he goes final notice oh, I'm like oh shit it? and he pays it just pay it every month yeah, well, I, I forget tell you to do it I forget I forget too we all forget yeah. but he doesn't tell me to do it he just does it he forgets I see to the text for- oh, if myself. I get a text you get a text no we're on exactly. the same plane Exactly. Damn, tonight we're going to do it on a certain day every month. What do we agree on? The, the 15th. 15th. The 15th of every month. Verizon, you scumbags. We're going to pay you the 15th of every month. I guess there, there goes another potential sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we don't want them sponsoring us. We pay them so much money, the least they can do is sponsor us. We keep them in business just with our cell phones. Just with our cell phones, we keep them in business. Oh, you got to see some of the bills. That <laughs> what are you doing with oh, that ridiculous. data? What are you doing with the data? No, when he goes away. Bro, uh, when I go away, they give you these bullshit international plans, which don't even help. And then I end up with $1,000 bills on my cell phone. You better, you better pick Bro, up the I got, phone yeah, I'll travel. tell you the worst one ever. I'll tell you the worst one ever. When I didn't know the data... International minutes was a problem. I thought like you could use use a cell phone. 2011, I spent the summer in Italy. Okay, <laughs> whole summer. The whole summer With in your Italy. Phone. Yes, using it, nothing, hanging out, recording videos, using data like a champ, recording videos, videos with Phil Greco. They are still on YouTube to this day. You know what my bill was seven thousand dollars. Fifteen. No, you're in the middle. Eleven thousand dollars. One of them was almost fifteen, though. You, you went over, so I went the, I went the yeah, showcase. Yeah, that's like the price is right. Yeah. You can't go over, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a new boat. $11,000. Yeah, but I see all the bills, and one of, one of them was almost $15,000. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money. And in 2011, for, I didn't make that much money. Anthony, my manager, who's also one of the better money managers I've known in life and you know, one of the most frugal guys on the team, right away says the smart thing because he thinks it is shit before anybody else. Cost me more than the trip. My cell phone cost me more than the trip to Italy and the summer stay in Italy. There's some good videos though, right? And you would think, no, but you would think with all this money paying for a cell phone, you would think he had a really good cell phone. Forget about the cell phone. <laughs> I, I, I don't do the iPhone. Anybody that knows me knows I don't do the iPhone. I refuse to do the iPhone. I don't do touch screens. I avoid touch screens like the plague. I cannot stand touch screen. As a matter of fact, the only things I don't like about the BlackBerry is the parts of that when you that you have to do touch screen. The only things I don't like about the BlackBerry. What's what the about, what's what the about with when it randomly screen? just shuts off? Yeah, I know that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but then it turns back on and I can use my buttons again. 
Got a boy. He's a button man. Yeah, I'm a button guy. No, I'm He's a button, a button guy. Hey, you know, uh, you spend a lot of money. You can make some money back on DraftKings. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, DraftKings like can make some money back, and you get that free code. No, what you get to play? Oh, uh, what is the code? So I tell them P A U L I E M, like Malinaji. Paul it's e. definitely M. not Verizon. No, <laughs> not V E R I Z. Stop saying that name. We're just gonna say that cell phone company from yeah. now on. We're not gonna give saying any names anymore. <laughs> Scumbags took enough money from us already. I had to cancel phone once with them when I, when I was married back in the day. That's the problem. You can't cancel because no. they have the best service. So it's like you don't, you don't even want to cancel. No, just cancel. Because your, your cell phone will never work. Give out T-Mobile. I your phone, phone never works. I canceled a line, a phone line. It took me 35 calls. Almost, uh, legitimately 35 yep. calls. Yeah, ridiculous. Yep. But DraftKings is my saving grace. Football's coming up. I know Pete's excited they're about more, it. They're a lot more helpful, right? DraftKings is. With DraftKings, the oh, yeah. service is a lot better. Never an issue. You get to play for free when you, um, or you get the free. Uh, even You could even do preseason. Get a little ready. Get ready oh, for the season. Man. That's yeah. kind of tough, though, because you know you got to wonder when they're going to put the starters in and whatnot. But still, with P-A-U-L-I-M, you get a free promo code. Well, you also I mean, get a shot. Cost to, anything. You get the shot. You get a shot at a week one millionaire $2 maker. $2 million, no? $2 million, yeah. Free oh. shot. $2 million? What about I'll the shot? What about Dude, Eli's with, Especially with the free code. That's not a bad pick. Oh, yeah. Eli's backup? Nazib? Nassib. Nassib. Oh, he's yeah. in today's awesome. paper. Yo, Eli might, might leave. Yeah, okay. paper? Look at today's paper. Where's Eli going? I don't know. But look at this. Look at this. Where's he going? To Denver? I don't back know. up I mean, his brother? He's got, he's, he, look, Eli's seeking pay dirt. Eyes deal worth $20 million a year. Big gap remains and talks with the Giants. Wow. Oh, he's holding out. He's got to get paid. You think so? Yeah. He ain't going nowhere. He just had a big, huge contract, didn't he? I think he had to renegotiate something. Eli, enough. You got citizens' watches. Stop fucking around. Yeah, don't Dunkin' go, Donuts. Yeah, yeah, He's doing all these commercials. All this, you see his DirecTV commercial? It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. What about Geno Smith? He got punched in the face. He got his we jaw broke. We talked about that last week. week. The yeah. one thing, you know we didn't talk about that? Rest in peace, Frank Gifford. Oh, one of the yeah, best New York yeah. Giants ever. We didn't ever. mention that, yeah. Ever. The gif. Frank Gifford. And Kathy Lee's husband. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the gift. Well, I'm sure you guys grew up. I'm, I'm a little older, but Monday Night Football, he was on. That's what I. Yeah. That's how I got to know him. That's how I got to know him, too. I used to fall asleep to that. <laughs> I was allowed to be up a lot later than my friends. I was the only one I think that watched Monday Night Football when mm. I was like seven. Right. If I yeah, wasn't allowed, you know, what I used to, you know what I used to do when I wasn't allowed to watch it, stay up late. I used to put the clock radio under my pillow. Remember Wait, the clock radio? The long clock. Right? <laughs> you had, my you had clock radio. <laughs> <laughs> I have clock radio. I used to put the clock radio. I used to put the clock radio under my under my radio under my uh, pillow when I used to lay on it, and I used to, and I used to put on WFAN. I listened to the games. And a I lot of hockey sleep. games like that, too. I used to listen to a lot of Ranger games like that, a lot of Yankee games like that. Hot, and and then I used to fall asleep and wake up in the middle of the night. Sometimes you're like, damn, who won that game? <laughs> and then I used to have to listen, wait for the 2020 sports flash. What about when my father used to call Joe Marino? Oh, Dan, Dan Marino. Marino. He used to link Joe Montana and Dan Marino together. That would be one good quarterback. Yeah. Those guys yeah. together? His name, would, his name would also be Joe Marino. Yeah. Think about it. Or Dan Montana. Or Dan, Dan Montana. Dan Montana. What's that? Dan Tanner. Wasn't that from like Hawaii Five-0 or something? Wasn't that the guy's name? I don't know. Danny, Danny Tanner. Tanner was in Full House. Uh, Full House. That was Bob man. Saget's name. And that's who, uh, you know, our boy Perez is playing Dan Tanner in Full House the Musical. No, sir. Yes. Really? He's in Toronto right now. What does Dan Tan? <laughs> what, is, what does Bob Saget have to say about that? I don't know. Did he approve? Uh, do you know they You guys sound like you're Full House fans because they're also on Netflix coming out with Fuller House next year. Full House. What does that mean? The old cast are all getting back together and doing no, new shows. No, sir, that's don't a, do that. Yeah, you can't ruin that alive. show. They're ruining it. The old cast. <laughs> the whole cast. All of them. Every single one. Every, every one of them is still alive. 
Yeah, I think so. Is all both twins alive still? Yeah. Well, the, oh, the youngest they, ones. They murdered, Heath, they murdered Heath Ledger, right? Oh. <laughs> That's a terrible joke, dude. Oh. Too soon? Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> it's never going to be. <laughs> yeah, no, come on. It's always too come soon. Come on, I was a big Heath Ledger fan. Oh, that, that, that role he played, the Joker, will live in, in, yeah, in, those, in infamy and in legend. And then they Unbelievable. I'm just kidding. I don't want to get. I'm gonna get sued now. Now I'm gonna get CBS. Gonna get sued. Dude, I, I no, she was uh, one of them. Was with she, him, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, yeah. Really? I'm I sure he, he was with Michelle Williams. He was yeah. married to her. He had a kid with Michelle. He was married to Michelle Williams. Oh, they split up. But he was. He was friends with. So he was dating uh, one of the twins, friends, but he was married. Friends, friends with one of the. So he twins. had a girlfriend and a wife on the side. Right, he was like Pinky. Yeah. Which, from, which from, night is the girlfriend? Which night is the wives? <laughs> Saturday night was always for the wives. For the wives, right? Friday night's <laughs> yeah. the girlfriend. <laughs> God, Bobby. Rest Vinton. in peace, Heath Ledger. Rest in peace, Frank Gifford. And uh, back to DraftKings. P a u l i e m. Rest in peace, uh, Manny Pacquiao. Oh, oh, he didn't die yet. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm trying to give the promo I'm code. Sorry, listen. P a u l i e m. Can't wait for DraftKings.com, P-A-U-L-I-E-M. You're Can't playing. wait for football season. That's American football they don't, because the European football, they only have MLS. We got to get some premiership going on. You know they got hockey, crazy? too. They have really? hockey? They do they hockey? Do. Of course they have hockey. Yeah, the Rangers are back soon. Yeah, um, no, but the DraftKings is hockey, know, we too. We don't have St. Louis. We don't have a lot of guys. I don't you know, know what we're going to do. We well, sucked last year, you, uh, St. Louis, yes. yeah. St. Louis is going to be in a nursing home. <laughs> um, last week, you were like, oh, Odell Beckham, obviously. Now that you think about it, he's going to be doubled a lot. Why? He doesn't matter. They got to double team him. Yeah, that really hurts Calvin Johnson, right? It's actually going to make um who's going to make Victor Cruz step up. Hopefully if he's, he's healthy, 100%, which yeah. they were saying he is. My father-in-law is like a diehard Giants fan. He like he'll watch like every stupid video clip possible. He said Larry Donnell caught a caught an old Odell Beckham type pass. I'm like, when they played again? He goes, no, 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 in practice. In I'm practice. Like, How the hell did you see that? In practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offense first, defense. I'm like, oh, okay. oh boy, he is a real fan. Yeah, no, fanatic. So, um, you know, guys like that, you got to look for stuff like that too on DraftKings. If you have a superstar, sometimes a sure. superstar gets double teamed and. It, it it gives an, an avenue for a guy to step up that isn't a superstar, like the Green Bay guys. If you get him for the right price, yo, you know, Gaby was telling me he was trying to he was trying to apply for a job on DraftKings. <laughs> Gaby's one of uh, Gaby. Do we, have we talked about Gaby on the He's show? Generate, yeah. yeah. He said one of the positions is we got a Gaby on the show one of these days. Yeah. The world can know him. Yeah. Bring him in. You know, He's one like, of the, one like of the jobs one of the jobs <laughs> he he wanted to apply for is actually pricing out the players. That's a cool That's gig, cool. right? Yeah, it's very so cool. So you got to price out what, you know, Odell Beckham was going to cost next week. You know what I mean? Like, that's a cool gig. Very. <sighs> yeah, and DraftKings is a, they, they actually have, you know, think about it, they have good jobs for people too. Why not? On top of uh, me making believe I'm going to hit one day, um, you know, aside from that. The, or you can just hit the promo code, P-A-U-L-I-E-M, and play with that promo code. What's the matter, you Pete? You get your shot at the millionaire sweepstakes. What's the matter, Pete? What? You seem down. Well, he's down that. He, oh, he's down. He's, he's, oh, he's, he's actually down. He's a. He, he's an aspiring locksmith that just can't get the locks right. I'm, I'm down in life. Aspiring locksmith that can't get the locks. Oh, boy. Hey, well, I think we didn't cover all the fights, right? There's more fights to talk about? Well, the Boutte de Louisa fight, honestly. And we, sometimes we talk about fights that leave things well, to be desired. To, you still you started ranting, and you didn't get, you give any lessons to the kids or lessons. Go to ahead, Pete. Give him a lesson. Go ahead. <clears throat> Teach him, Pete. Hawk. You know, you're winning a fight. You're winning a fight. Boxing one on one. You don't. 
pull straight back with your hands oh. down. Well, again, that's the overratedness of the German fighters, though. Well, be honest. But listen, this is... He was pulling back square. Not only do you pull square. back... But sometimes if you're going to pull, at least pull back on an angle so your shoulder's right. kind of protecting you. Not that it's ever totally correct to pull back, but if you're going to pull, you got to stay on the angle where at least your shoulder's kind of blocking you, protecting you. You're on an angle so that you know there's less of a target. If you pull back square, it is one of the lethal mistakes in boxing. I mean, I was doing that like my first year I was boxing, and you know, little by little, I was you know, getting away from that habit. And understanding that if you're gonna pull, at least pull back on the angle and not square. And it was Marco Huck <laughs> pulled back. Probably tired. No, you but know? he was pulling back all night. He no, was pulling no, back know, square all I night. Know, I know. So Marco Huck clearly didn't get the memo since he started boxing. That's something I learned the first year I was boxing. Again, which is the, my issue with the pitiful opposition in Germany. These fighters become champions. They don't even learn the the basic of basics, and then they fight a guy like Glowacki, who's not known, but he's just super hungry. And it's coming to eat you alive. Did you see him when he got up? Well, I, he threw, I thought the he got biggest, knocked out. He threw the biggest punch I've ever seen. Yeah. He tried to catch Huck coming in. Yeah. I was like, Whoa! I thought he was going to get himself get knocked yeah, out because yeah. I thought he was still hurt. I'm like, this guy should be holding, Listen, not fighting. That's what we talk about when we say boxing is different than any other sport, in my opinion. Mentally, you think that guy wanted to get up? He could have rolled over and just stood there. That that 100%. was a big shot. That showed a lot of character. A lot that of character. A lot of character. Then he gets up. He knows he only has about six minutes left. It was the eleventh round. He lands a super shot and, well, and changes his his future. Well, this is why um, my friend uh, Tommy Raynon was a, a fighter in the New York area, good buddy of ours. Um, he sent me a quote from George Foreman. This is why. Every wannabe expert in boxing is not an expert regardless of what you guys think. And this is what he says. George Foreman said that boxing is a sport to which all others aspire. Everyone, you or I, everyone you or I know has hit a jump shot, thrown a spiral, hit a home run, or taken a shot uh, uh, at a soccer, of a soccer ball for those European, uh, Europeans out there. How many non-boxers you know, though, have stepped in a ring, much less sparred a single round with a world-class opposition? They may have won some street fight which somehow makes them an authority on fighting but at the end of the day it's pure envy because they couldn't shouldn't or wouldn't box so all you wannabes out there that are criticizing the criticism and all the stuff and what we say and what we talk about at the end of the day I did box made millions of dollars and won world championships in boxing you my friends couldn't shouldn't or wouldn't box or all three. Or you're just a bunch of pussies. <laughs> on that note. That's on that note. Thanks, Paul. No, are I we done on the, on the week? Or are we, I, I, I feel like a big pussy now. Thanks. No, no, no. no. Well, you're not <laughs> the big critic. Here. Yeah, no, no. I respect all, all athletes. We're excited the, about PBC coming yeah. up. Santa Cruz Modest next weekend. Yeah, Abner was going to call in. He, he was going to call in. Oh, today. one thing, though. Uh, you, you mentioned Roy Jones fought, and I just looked it up. The guy he fought was 12, 12 and 10. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, he's not, I mean, he's not for, fighting. For what? Well, Roy's just trying to keep busy. He's just fighting. He's fighting three times in a month. So. Is he? Yeah. He's fighting again the 29th. What's and he then he's fighting what again he? the September 12th. What do you tell me? He wants to get Tarver as well, his whole goal? Well, Roy's, Roy's not fighting world-class opposition, so he's just fighting the kind of guys that he's going to beat right now. You know? Like... I think they both I think at a certain point you fall... Ship. I think you, at a certain point you fall off that world-class opposition. And if you still have the desire to fight, you're going to have to fight lesser opposition. Otherwise... You know, you're gonna get yourself hurt. You know, I don't think Roy again. I think Roy against any world class level of opponent right now, probably not a great fight. But he probably has a desire to want to fight. He probably has a desire to compete, so he's gonna lower his level of opposition. 
Well, how do you feel about like a guy like Bernard Hopkins who's been able to stay at that level for how many years has he stayed at that high class level? It's it's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. Definitely. Impressive. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Yep, All right, absolutely. <laughs> All right, and we're uh, uh, I'm at Tarver Cunningham. Tarver Cunningham. Well, yeah, this is what I was going to get to. Yeah, you guys, to you guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I've been podcast. rude. I mean, you know what? I've been rude. Go ahead. The two years. I've been rude. Roy Jones is as delusional. Two years commiserating, Tarver. right? The two years commiserating. Tarver, Tarver has a draw with Steve Cunningham, which Steve allowed him to have a draw. That fight, Steve could have easily won. Um, afterwards, he wants to fight Klitschko. So, as delusional as Tarver sounds, Roy is just as delusional because Roy's calling him out. You got a be- mean, you get a better shot beating Klitschko than he does. Yeah, I hit him with a bat. <laughs> hit him with a pipe. Don't hang take around. Out. Don't hang around these hooligans. Take out his knee. You missed. There goes the basketball. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have the outfit a, on. That's I, took, I took a shot of. Uh, I took a jump shot at the garbage with my empty water bottle and I missed. Whatever. I'm excited for Abner Morris and uh, Santa Cruz. Well, of course, I'm excited. You know what I'm excited about too. I'm going to be in Marbella that weekend. Oh, yeah. Spain. When are you leaving? See my buddy Matt Macklin come back on his trek to a back towards the world title journey. I'm leaving uh, the 25th. I'm leaving next Tuesday at please, night, though. Please tell me he comes out to Return of the Mac, that song. He, oh, I don't know. He should come know. out to that. Well, I'll talk to him about it. Right. But I'm excited. I'm going to get to go to Marbella. <laughs> then I'm, I'm going to go to Marbella, and then I'm going to come. Uh, I'm going to go visit my family in Sicily. Because anytime I'm in Europe, I do attempt to try to visit some family in, uh, in Italy or in Malta where I have my family members and cousins uh, over in Malta as well. So I'll see. I'll definitely try to get leave. I'm definitely going to Sicily. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to have time to get to Malta this time around, but uh, I'm excited. I'm always excited about the Mediterranean in the summer. Although Marbella is a great beach town as well, as I've heard, but uh, it'll be my first time there. Where's uh, Nadal from? Spain. Yeah. I don't know where in Spain. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't uh, know where in Spain. Uh. I mean, Spain's big party is in Ibiza. And uh, oh, our, yeah. our buddy Craig with Tussle, <laughs> it's, it's something out of the ordinary, ruthless, so... I think I, I've got to make it a point to go there while I'm still young. But but uh, Marbella is uh, is not a bad uh, secondary home for good parties. Uh, I saw Wild on E one time, and I heard I saw it on Marbella uh, one time, and I heard it, it it was it looked pretty fun. It looked pretty cool. So I'm I'm excited about being there and uh, and getting to check it out. And of course, I'm excited about the beaches. What about um, yeah? That's that's going to be a nice trip. We'll be here. And good luck to good heat. luck to the Mac the Knife. Mac yeah. the Knife, we come out to that too. Yeah, that's another song. Mac yeah. Knife. That's our buddy. He's a tough kid. Bobby Darren. Boom, boom. Did you see? Um, you watched the Yankee game last night? I, I well, at three thirty after I got woken up with the elbow, I checked to see. I, I was, I went to sleep seven seven, and I saw that they won. Did you see that kid? Uh, oh, he got hit in the face. Mitchell, yeah. Got his nose broken. He's lucky he didn't. It's, uh, it's his nose, right? Yeah, he got actually a small fracture. I He's lucky. N- yeah, nasal fracture. It actually caught him on the side, off his release. Lucky. It, it didn't even change the trajectory of the ball. The ball kept going. Like, it was like a bullet, ah. and he was gushing. I so knew by the way his nose, it, like the bridge of his nose, it like hit ah, the side. It's the I, worst, dude. I think, uh, and you could tell by the way the blood. Uh, people thought it was over his eye. You know, you don't bleed like that from a, a grazing from the a, nose from a ball. gushes, yeah. right? Yeah. But um, he was pitching well up until then, and then you know, there goes that one. What's that on the cover? These, I walk by them all the time in Times Square. These girls are dressed in body paint, and they're hanging out, and people pay to take pictures with them, I guess. Uh, and the cops are taking pictures, too, huh? They're out there. I don't know. I guess it's legal. I don't know. But, yeah. It's, it's a the headline of Daily News today. Tit for brains. Yeah, I'm yes. sorry, but they should be... Uh, I can't believe they can even put that on the paper like They should that. be seeing if anybody's committing crimes. They're not taking pictures with broads with their tits out, right? True, that's true. My fact, opinion. They're kind of they're there to entertain the, all the tourists. Really, all the tourists. The girls are not the cops. The cops too. 
Like, people take pictures with them and everything. It's like, oh, thank you for being so brave. You know? Yeah. Not to say cops aren't brave, but I'm saying they're all <laughs> geeked you. out. <laughs> so brave. Yeah, you know, these geeked out uh, tourists. I walk by them all the time. They fill up Times Square. It's so annoying. <laughs> I got to get through them to try to catch a train. I was like, I'm trying to get home. They're yeah. like, eh, taking Hold pictures. Hold on, we're taking one more picture. Yeah, selfies. I, I stick my face in some selfies sometimes. <laughs> Photobomb. Yeah. yeah, I do it all the time. Absolutely. And uh, these people dress like Mickey Mouse and crap. And, like, <laughs> and then Captain America's here. Oh, out. speaking of which, the poor guy that... That Uh-oh. always dressed up like Batman. Oh, yeah. Like, he would go around in his own, uh, like a Lambo, blacked out. He would go to hospitals and visit the sick kids. And what happened? He, he died. Yeah, he got I into a that. bad car accident. With his Lambo? His car was on the side of the road, pulled over. It's, uh, I think it stalled out, and he got hit. Oh. Yeah. That's horrible. horrible dude. This guy would spend his own money, go to hospitals, like get the kids' <laughs> gifts and stuff with his own money. That's horrible, dude. When I, when I hear about... Good people, good people yeah. like that. Like, what? That's horrible, dude. That is not horrible. good. Thanks for bringing us down at the MP. Well, yeah. well it's it's not like in peace to that guy. Too. Yeah, it's not like the weirdos in in LA, Spider Man trying to charge you to take a picture. Oh no, they do. Well, that's it, a time too. Yeah. 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 Although they did say in this picture that these the topless girls with body paint, the cops took a picture with them and didn't tip them. They made sure they said that. So these girls were not tipped by the cops. So no, the girls are working real hard trying to make a few bucks, and the cops don't even give <laughs> well, them a dollars. Take that as what you will. Maybe gotta, the cops aren't allowed to tip, too, when they're on duty, you know? Uh, uh, sure, they shouldn't, shouldn't be tipping. Like he <laughs> they says, shouldn't be taking working. pictures, but then again, you know, what are you going to do? Well, I guess you're allowed to tip. If you go to a, if you go to a restaurant while you're on duty, you can't tip. What I'm saying is they shouldn't have been taking the pictures. Right. Hence why they're I not said. allowed to tip because they, should, they shouldn't be there to begin with. You know what I'm saying? We should take this show on the road. We should talk to the people in Times Square. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should. Ah, there's all. You want to find all the weirdos? Go to Hollywood Boulevard in L.A. and Times Square in New York. You find every weirdo out to, there. Oh, we could talk to the, the naked cowboy. We should do something like that. You know, Who's like the, Jimmy the, Kimmel goes out there, yeah, and, like yeah. they have like we the weird random that. questions. We gotta do that one day. We just go to random people in Times Square asking dumb shit. hundred percent. Like we look like legit questionnaires or like reporters or something, and like get the dumbest answers ever <laughs> and just put them on on our podcast. For sure. While the weather's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, in L.A., if we go to Hollywood Boulevard, the weather's good all year round. You find oh, all the weirdos stop. out there, too. <laughs> oh, are you kidding yeah, me? Man. Hollywood Boulevard? Hollywood Boulevard's classic, bro. You know how many weirdos you see? Bro, I in know. Hollywood Boulevard, I used to see people sleeping on the street. Their parents had houses in the hills, and they just wanted to live on the street like hobos. And then <laughs> just they'd beg. Like. They'd beg for money, like pretend they were homeless. They didn't shower for like a week. Then, you know, they'd go home and shower and clean up and come back out. Bro, What's the point of that? <laughs> Just for the experience. You weirdo. <laughs> what is the point of that? It was. It was. Go get school. laid in your million dollar mansion <laughs> in your bedroom, dude. It was a school exper- experiment. Yeah. <laughs> I had to write a report on it. <laughs> Weirdos. Because then it makes a bad name for the real bums. You know, there's really guys that are bums. You know, you see bums with cell phones. You're like, dude, how do you have a cell phone? How do you have a cell phone and, and you're homeless? Where's the bill getting no, delivered to? Where, where, they, where they the sending that tra- bill to? We were driving from Saddam's gym. And the guy had a Bluetooth in his ear and he was asking me for a dollar. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, that was he squeegee guy. He, got, he, was squeegee he guy. had a leather jacket on and a Bluetooth in his ear and he was asking me for a dollar. Come, I don't even have a Bluetooth. Give me a dollar. <laughs> I lived Apparently, in I can't no. afford my own Verizon. No, the best. Who was that? Vitaly said you got to ask them for a dollar before they John ask call, you. Oh, John Carlo. The best. Guys, for anybody that gets, has the, get, gets the random bums that come up to them asking for money, what you do when you get a random bum asking you for money. Or a random homeless guy. Or, uh, yeah, like what, what, what is there? Uh, it's okay. Wait, we can't call them bums now? You can call them There's sensitivity for people, <laughs> for them too? What the fuck is this world coming to? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, well, Trump said something bad about him. Yeah, he's fucking kidding. Out. All right, a random homeless guy who's coming up to you <laughs> for money. You, you don't want to face him or you don't want to deal with him and you don't have any money. You don't want to give him money. You beat him to the punch. You ask him if he's got a dollar. 
I like that. He got you go up to him. I see you see him coming up to you. Be like, yo, buddy, you, I'm short a dollar. You got you got you got a dollar on you. I can borrow. Bro, they gotta look at you I've like you got seen, ten heads. I've seen. So obviously, then they can't ask you for a dollar because they know you need a dollar yourself. <laughs> and that's friend. how you beat. That's how you beat it. If, my friend. If you see it. them approaching you, you ask them for a dollar first. <laughs> You'll save yourself the trouble. My uh, friend did it. Their face expression is it's, it's priceless. priceless. <laughs> He's like, wait, no, I was just about we'll, to ask you. Wait, we'll try that. We will take our show in a row. We'll do it. We'll do that. We'll film it at the gas uh, station when the guy goes spare change. You gotta go. Hey, you got any spare change? And the guy's just like. What the fuck? I was just about to hit you. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> L.A., some woman came up to me, uh, middle-aged. She looked real frantic, and she's like, oh, I, my car got towed. I got an accident, and um, I got to get my asthma medication. She had an inhaler with her, and she went on this whole rant. And she's, 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 I, I, she's like, I need some money. I gave, her, I gave her like 13 bucks. I told, her story. I told that to somebody. I lived there. She goes, I met that. I saw the same mm-hmm. lady got me up in some other location. I said, I got she earned it. She was great. No, she could have got, got an caught, Academy Award. I got caught for 40 bucks. Listen to this one. This lady, uh, Hispanic lady, comes up in the car, and her son must have been about six, with no shirt in the back, with his hands on the window, like a like real like scared, crying. Tells me, please, I have to go see my parents in Jersey. My husband just beat me, and I left with my son. I have no money for gas or tolls, so I'm thinking gas alone. You're gonna give her twenty dollars to get to Jersey, and then I'm like, man, tolls. I gave her forty dollars. I think I was like 18, 19 at the time. Like two months later, I see her again. She pulls up next to me. I said, don't you dare, you fucking bitch. And she, <laughs> <laughs> she had the same story. And then she saw it was me and she sped off. Oh. She fucking, I said, don't you dare, you lying bitch. <laughs> wow. I got to try that. That's a hustle, man. It's a hustle. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, heroin, crack, that shit will get you to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> it really will. It'll motivate you with no, with no shame. <laughs> you come up with stories. Really do creative. not do drugs. Yeah, <laughs> say no to drugs, unless you have a really good way to make money. Anyway, <laughs> no, don't. Not even then, right? That's not yeah, good. yeah, yeah. No, no, no tongue in cheek with that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Some people might take it really seriously. Yes. Anyway, okay. I oh. think that's it for the, today's week, right? Today's show. We'll be back next week. Will we? Episode number 20. Yeah. I mean, we're going to try to squeeze it in there. You know, I, I got my flight to Marbella at night, but we're going to try to come in and uh, during the day and, and bang this one out. All right. Bang it out. All right. We're going to do it. As they say in the movie, Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> do it. Do we're it. We're going to do it. Podcast do next it. Week. Episode do number it. 20 next week. We hope you enjoyed episode 19. We love delivering our lifestyle to your home or to your office or to your cubicle in your to office. To your ears. To your ears. ears. To your eardrums. I think mine is still busted from... Danny's right hand <laughs> and Porter's right hand I don't know if it'll ever be the same but guys we'll uh, we'll see you next week episode 20 next week do it enjoy the rest of the summer before it's over alright I said do it that was like the last cue do it